Hello and welcome to the High Maintenance Hippie Podcast. This is your host, Ashley from Ashley Taylor Wellness. On this podcast, we talk about all things beauty, health, wellness, and optimization. Being a high maintenance hippie represents not being boxed in, as I strongly believe that one size does not fit all. I'm a nurse turned coach and I have learned so much about both conventional and alternative options and I want to help you expand your options. I'm here to inspire you to learn new ways to improve your quality of life and to take your power back. I'm so excited that you're here. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the High Maintenance Hippie Podcast. Today's guest is Brian Richards. He is the founder of Sauna Space and I'm really excited to have him here. We have some mutual friends, so I've had the pleasure of meeting him in person And he is very passionate about light and is just going to share so much wisdom with us today. And I find Brian to be a very grounded person. And I just really have uh, loved your energy as well. So for many reasons, I'm excited Mm. for you to be here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Ashley. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So light is something that I think is absolutely underestimated as far as how much it impacts our biology. And I started learning about this in 2017. I didn't fully grasp it, but it's made a huge difference in my life, my mental health. And when did you start to learn about the power of light? Actually, I didn't learn about it in the beginning of Sauna Space. That that came later. Uh, after I founded the company and got into this, I got really interested in the research. I have a science background, but initially... I, I built my own sauna using this technology for my own, health, my own health problems. It was later that once I started to do deep dives into the research did I realize, wow, there's, uh, there's something really special about the light. And the research goes back quite a long time. But nowadays, you know, we have so much, such a better understanding of how this particular wavelength band of light that is normally in nature found from the sun, the near infrared band is so magical. Uh, in the beginning though, I didn't have any idea about any of this, Ashley. I had, I had a series of health problems. I, they weren't like particularly uh, acute, but there was enough of them that they were bothering me. So this was when I was done with my college education. I, had adrenal fatigue. I had like insomnia. I had acne on my back and I was lethargic and kind of irascible. And there's not really any good prescription medication for all that at all. Uh, I got recommended to take Accutane at one point. And mm. so I, I didn't, I didn't like that as so many, so many of us are, are finding out the best approach is to address the root cause, right. And not mask our symptoms or, or try to deal with this surface level approach that is like targeting symptoms. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something really deep. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of the problem. And my mom actually recommended Asana. So my mom's a general practitioner in Missouri. And I actually grew up with two, both of my parents are doctors. So my mom is, has always been natural wellness minded. She was prescribing uh, vitamins in the eighties in Montana, she was very like avant-garde and my father is a radiologist. He's retired now. So I got to see growing up both those approaches to, to healthcare and the approach my mom was taking was for me much more impressive, uh, with radiology, you, you diagnose something and then you recommend treatment. And it's this revolving door concept that is part of the 
failing system of conventional medical care in dealing with chronic disease. So I was like, okay, mom. Uh, and I looked it up online and I, I started looking to the PubMed, looking at the research and I found so much research on sauna and I wasn't looking at light therapy at this point. At the end of my research though, I discovered uh, this guy named Dr. John Harvey Kellogg. So he looked at incandescent light bulbs, which were invented in 1897 or excuse me, 1887, a couple years later, he looks at these bulbs and he's like, let's make a sauna out of this. There's something really special about the light. Not only does it heat up the body a lot faster than a Turkish bath and a Finnish sauna, but also there's something special about the light. This is before we knew about mitochondria and all of the cellular mechanisms. So he builds his own, what he called the electric incandescent light bath in 1891. He tests it on 50,000 uh, patients at his spa in Michigan. And he wrote a book about it called Light Therapeutics in 1910. And this is a really cool time, by the way, where there are many, uh, there were many avant-garde practitioners using electric light bulbs for healing. So there was Dr. Gaudiali, there was this guy, Dr. Babbitt, there was Arthur Dinshaw, uh, Dr. Dinshaw and, and, and others. And this was all during the time of Tesla and Edison. They were all contemporaries. And they were fascinated by the use of the electric light bulb for healing. So you can read about all these guys and uh, all this knowledge of how to heal the body with light from an electric light bulb was lost actually with, you know, it, it started with the publication of the Flexner report, which was a big part of the shift of the dominance and the rise of dominance of the, of the medical doctor approach to medicine. And so by the 40s, with the rise of the FDA, all of these guys were um, put out of business in one way or another, along with chiropractic and all the cancer spas across the U.S. So it's it's a kind of a sad story. And this this electric light bulb or this electric incandescent light bath concept was lost in time. But I found this book. You can read it online. It's called Light Therapeutics. And it, it's like this Victorian cabinet with all these light bulbs in it and you stand in it. And he also had this portable light called the photophore, which are one of our products, the photon is a, is a modernization of. So long story short, I built my own and I use it right before bed and I slept really well. And I was like, whoa, whoa, this is, this is some, this is uh there's something here. So I did it again before bed the next day, slept well again. And my insomnia really went away at that point. So then after that, I used it a lot for like six months and all my other issues pretty much went away my my acne and and other things and then i noticed problems that i had previously had that i wasn't aware of like brain fog and the irascibility you know the moodiness when you're in that and the car is really dirty you don't notice and and you know you hear people like that wow that person's in a bad mood they have and much, much of the time they have no idea so that was me and I was, I was so shocked at the end of this that my energy levels are way better. My mood's so much better. My sleep is better. My skin, everything. And where is the electric light bath? Why can't you buy it? So that was eventually the inspiration to start the company. And that was over 10 years ago now. So that was 2013. And uh, since then, you know, I've I've learned so much more about light and 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 the rest, and and have a much better understanding of, about why this is a uh, a better way to do light therapy and a better way to do sauna. 
Yes. I mean, obviously sauna has been around for thousands, if not, I don't know how long everything's been around, but it's been around for a very long time. This is not some new thing. And I don't see that being recommended when I worked in the hospital for, uh, I've been a nurse for 10 years. I worked in there every Mm -hmm. full-time for about seven years. That was not recommended. And a lot of people think sauna is just for detox. It's It provides a lot of other benefits. So like you mentioned, it helped you with your sleep. Mm-hmm. And for me, it helps with detoxification. When I have a lot of inflammation or a higher toxic load, I'm irritable. I'm not so pleasant. It affects my mood, my energy levels and all that. So detoxification is something that we're missing. And then also having the energy to be able to detox. So a lot of people, they're in blue light, mm-hmm. maybe don't realize how drained their mitochondria are. And it's really not just a sauna. You're getting so many more things from this. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Probably the big, if we look at disease, like why are we sick? Mm-hmm. It's not, um, we're not really like, yes, we need nutrients and we need, we need sun and we need uh, the, the ancestral environment. That's how our body's programmed. Mm-hmm. But probably the biggest contributing factor is poison. The body is the body is designed to heal all things. It works really well. The inner engineering, you know, the inner pharmacy. And there's many things that go into that, uh, like breath work and, and breathing correctly and also eating natural food. But it's not enough to correct what's coming in. And it's not enough. Breath work is extremely important. But there's this issue of getting rid of the poisons and the poisons are what's causing all the disease and all the problems because the body works perfectly. If it's not, if it's not disrupted and have having all these disharmonies and discongruities that occur with various poisons that are in the body and environmental stress sources that we can also call poison, like man-made EMF and stressful relationships and emotional and mental traumas that we hold in our fascia in the form of neuropeptides that that are locked in. So if we look at it that way, wow, that everything works perfectly if we can get rid of the poison, then then we, you know, we come to the conclusion that we need to make sure our bodies are clean. And nowadays we're under a toxic tidal wave of of exposure to toxins and people know about heavy metals and petrochemicals. Maybe more people know now about man-made emfs there's microplastics uh there's so many sources of of toxicity in the body and also uh biological metals like copper and iron that are not where they're supposed to be mm-hmm. the uh the copper if it's not bound into an enzyme is uh f- you know causes free radical formation in the body so it's all about uh cleansing the body of poisons and putting minerals back where they need to be, and then also healing from the damage that all those poisons cause. So it's not enough to exercise and eat well. We need to be detoxing, especially in the in the modern lifestyle. We need to be detoxing every day. And the number one way to detox other than breath, I actually learned this with Kelly Kennedy. She has a she has a she's a practitioner who has a a lymph fascia release clinic mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. She's really fascinating. It turns out that one of the most of probably the primary way you detox is by breathing, mm-hmm. actually. And it's the primary way you lose weight, too, because you breathe in oxygen and you breathe out carbon dioxide, which is heavier. 
And so there's a, a fascinating story there. Probably we, you know, I'll let her speak to that. But besides breathing, sauna really presents itself as the most effective way to detoxify the body. And that's because we're activating detoxification in every cell of the body. We're heating up the body. And when we do that, these things called heat shock proteins are produced and they make cell detox work better. And then when we're sweating, we're assisting the body's elimination systems instead of relying on the, the urine and the stool to excrete toxins. If you think about it, we're, we're this, the three primary ways we detox, breath maybe being the fourth, are the urine, the bowels, and, and the skin by sweating. But very few of us nowadays in the modern lifestyle use sweating for detoxification, and our ancestors understood this. Every human culture on earth has a sauna tradition of some kind, and that goes back many, many thousands of years. And so when we're not sweating, we have to, you know, our, our kidneys and our liver get overloaded. And when those get overloaded, we have to rely on this backup system called the immune system. Where we have ant- we have white blood cells and uh, that, that come and they they address the pathogens in our body and then eventually we create antibodies. But our three primary systems, if we're using those really well, means that the immune responses are minimized and 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 sickness and disease really are minimized in general. So sweating on top of heating up the cells is this way to remove poisons from every place in our body. And there's no other therapeutic that really does that. So, so when we look in the literature now, we see modern confirmation of why all of our, all these human cultures have this tradition. Sauna reduces your risk of dying of all things. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's really no other therapeutic that's been shown to do that in a large population long-term study. And then, and then on top of that, I should also add, if we're talking about sauna benefits, sauna in the same study that extended this is the lao cannon study that was published in 2015 they said if you use sauna one day a week your risk of dying of all things is reduced dramatically like 20 to 40 percent if you use sauna three times a week your risk is reduced another 20 to 40 percent so more sauna is the better and then they followed this population that they had been following for 20 years like 2000 finnish males and they looked at dementia outcomes and they found the same results, which is really fascinating because of the, the crisis of modern mental health, you know, that we have going on uh, nowadays everywhere. So that's, that's like a, <clears throat> it's a big claim. Hey, your risk of dying of all things is reduced if you use sauna and the more, the better. But what that means is whatever disease type you have, whatever symptom you have, there's uh strong potential for sauna to provide relief or complete uh, resolution and amelioration of whatever problem you have. So it becomes like a central lifestyle practice that we can do for maintenance, not just mm-hmm. when we're sick, but when we're healthy to keep ourselves from getting sick again. And there are other ways definitely of cleansing the body. We can use chelators. Uh, we can use like EDTA. You can use natural binders like chlorella and stuff. And there's various ways to minimize the amount of poisons coming into our body through eating and and cooking practices. But there's a lot of stuff that's already in there. And this Mm -hmm. is such a cool thing that, and there are other benefits too, but to just sit there on your lazy butt and not do anything and have all this stuff going on is, is incredible. So nonetheless, like you said, this is not very well known in the mainstream that sauna 
does everything and it, it's going to help and assist and, and whatever, you know, whatever state you're in, but it mm-hmm. really becomes something that's, that's central and all saunas do this, but our sauna uses a very unique technology. It's an incandescent light bulb. Let me see if I can pop this in. So here yeah. it is. This is the photon. It uses light to heat the body. All these other saunas use the air to heat the body and other infrared saunas are all using far infrared emitters that emit very low energy infrared it's essentially only heating up the air and it's heating you from the outside in that's why those saunas have to be preheated a long time mm-hmm. and they take a long time to promote a sweat you have to sit in there like an hour so it becomes this like hour and a half two hour investment just to do a session but if we if we use near infrared light which is the majority of what we get from the sun we get a different style of heating called radiant heat this is where the wavelengths are going like four or five inches into the body. Mm-hmm. So when you get into a, my sauna, into a sauna space sauna, you just flick the lights on and the the light is immediately heating the deepest tissues of your body. So yes, you sweat faster, but you're also getting the heat shock therapy. You're getting that sauna benefit to the deepest part of your body it, from the first second you get in there. I would absolutely agree with that because I use other red light devices. I have a sauna that is from a different company, but I also have the photon light. And you're absolutely correct that it takes no time for that photon light to heat up at all. I turn it on. It is immediately hot. And I actually have to be careful that I don't let it get too hot. And the other saunas, I do preheat it, but you're right. That is taking a lot more time. And something to think about. The other thing I wanted to say is it sounds like sauna in many ways is similar to chiropractic care in the sense that it's not about them fixing you. It's about removing the the things that are interfering with your body's ability to do what it needs to do. So in a different way, a sauna, this, especially this type, which is not just heating the skin, but penetrating on a much deeper level it is allowing the body to let go of toxins. And our world is just more toxic than ever. It's not that disputed anymore. Some people say you have a liver, you have kidneys, you don't need to be detoxifying. I strongly disagree. And that's dramatically improved my quality of life, my memory, my mood, all of that. Mm -hmm. So the difference between a conventional sauna, which is just, you know, that, that heat on the skin versus the infrared that can penetrate more deeply, is that going to affect the organs in a way that a traditional sauna would not? It's it's all about the what's the what's the goal? What's the outcome of a sauna? So if you look at Dr. Rhonda Patrick's summarizing article from a couple of years ago, it's really amazing. It's like the it's the health span extension benefits of, of regular sauna use as mm-hmm. a lifestyle practice. It's something like that. But in that you see in the clinical sauna studies, there's two outcomes that you, three really outcomes that you need to reach in order to say, Hey, I just had a really effective sauna session. One is to sweat out a pound of water and mm-hmm. the other is to raise core temperature three degrees. And actually in this, in that study or in that, in that article, it's discussed that you also want to reach a state of subjective exhaustion. And that's where you feel like uncomfortable, just like when you're working out, you know, okay. you're, you're like working out and you're like, wow, I'm so tired. Like this is really hitting me hard. If you can continue to do it for a little bit longer, you produce more of what are called dynorphins. And these are the opposite of endorphins. The more dynorphins you produce during sauna or exercise, the more endorphins are produced afterwards. So the better you, that quarter, that high you get afterwards. So the first two 
outcomes you can measure easily. You can actually weigh yourself before and after sauna session. You know how much you sweat out. And you can also measure your uh, core body temperature increasing. So once you hit at least three degrees, that's considered good enough. And these things, how long that takes is just going to depend on what technology you're using to heat the body. So you'll get that benefit in all saunas to the deep organs if you stay in there long enough to raise core body temperature of three degrees and stay in there at least another five minutes or so. But with a finished sauna and with a farm infrared sauna, with a, with, a, with a steam sauna, that core temperature increase takes longer. So those benefits are not happening in the deep internal organs until later in the session. Mm-hmm. When you use near-infrared light from an electric light bulb, from an incandescent light bulb like what we do, you're getting those benefits immediately. So all saunas are great. It's just in, in terms of efficiency of the session, like it doesn't take that long to do that with, with what we're doing. It's, it's, it's from the beginning, but it's not just that it's like also the light, you know, it's mm-hmm. the nature of the light and its effect on the body that we should talk about. I, I did want to go back to what you said really quick about sure. how, what you said about chiropractic. I completely agree with you. There is nothing wrong with us. We're perfect beings. Everything works perfectly inside. There are just obstructions and discongruities, you know, dissonances that are obstacles that need to be removed for us to function optimally. And I I really, uh, I, I think it's really important to emphasize that because there's kind of this transactional philosophy right now in in medicine and also in in natural medicine as well that you're missing something you need to go out you need to get this supplement you need to do this practice you need to do these things in order to heal yourself and make yourself well and and fix what's broken and and bring in what's what's missing and it's not that at all we already have everything we need and there are certain things that we can do to remove these things in our body that are not us like poisons that are in your body are not you. And so it's in order for you to be you truly authentically you and be your best self, you need to get out the stuff that's not you. Yes, I would absolutely agree with that. And I've heard that detox is more important than nutrition from some individuals. That doesn't mean nutrition is not important, but we live in the United States. We live in a society where we're focused on buying the next thing, consumption, what we need to take Mm -hmm. in, what we need to do. All of that's great. There's a time and a place for that, but not much regard for what do we need to let go of? And is that is that something physical? Is it a belief? Is it a relationship? Is it mm-hmm. uh, something we're holding on to? So there's just not as much focus on the letting go of the removing of things that are getting in our way. And I think that's a big misconception people have. I have to do more. I've actually found if I do less, meaning I practice being bored and I'm getting into a parasympathetic state, that alone is is so huge. So how would mm-hmm. using the sauna or even the photon light, how is that going to help someone get into that state? Because for me, it's it's one place where my mind shuts off. So can you explain how that works for somebody listening? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's exactly what you just said. We're not doing anything with sauna space. We're being. So when you use the photon and you sit with it, it allows you to go back to the oneness of of existence and get out of this like, doing mentality or this 
this sort of binary polarity of of yes and no and positive and negative you go back to just being so you just sit there with the photon or you just sit in the sauna and you return to yourself you return to yourself partially by removing these poisons and things that are not you and also uh the 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 light and the feeling of it like you mentioned relax the nervous system so our our brain and our being is in, kind of encapsulated in this not just our brain but our whole nervous system that we have and most of us nowadays are are super freaked out we're all in sympathetic dominance it's called it's like we're stressed mm-hmm. out all day long our ancestors were not like that at all they they got they got jacked up to provide food or to escape danger but like 99% of the day they were chilling they were relaxed they were in what's called a the rest and digest and heal state the parasympathetic relaxed nervous state so sauna does that but particularly the light therapy the the use of red and near infrared light uh, and particularly near infrared light because of the deep penetration these the the exposure to this light has the effect of relaxing your nervous system and when you relax your nervous system it clears your mind and it gets you it gets you away from the worry over the future and the regrets of the past and anything else and you just uh it, it helps you to just be and that's what we're trying to do when we're doing meditation it's not really doing meditation even saying that like let's do meditation instead we want to be meditative and being meditative is being in the present being fully and in an unlimited way like responsive to our environment around us and responsive to ourselves and the more we be and the more and the and the light the sauna space light is extremely helpful in promoting this state it's the more we get reconnected with our with our oneness and 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 the the remembrance that we're all the same we're all together in this we're all connected and there's a being you know inside of us there's an i am that's not our body this is a system our body is the most amazing tool we have right it's it's really unlimited in how many things it can do but it's not us per se it's 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 not the body is not me it's it's my body and it's hard for us to disconnect from the external environment because we're relying on all of our five senses all the time like even when you know when i'm talking to you now and you're 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 responding to me i'm hearing something and there's uh there's sort of uh, a tendency to focus in on that and think that that's all of reality like what we're perceiving with the senses but when we when you start to be and we're really quiet we realize that there's an awareness that is within us that's separate from all that and it's very challenging nowadays to get to that with all the poisons and all the blue light and all the loudness and all the stress mm-hmm. and and so what's so cool about this light is that you don't do anything you just shine it on you and it has this effect this inexorable increasing accumulative effect of bringing you back to yourself and and so many people who try it who haven't tried it before like in the beginning they don't realize what's happening and they're like wow I, I i feel happier i feel better i feel more relaxed i feel less anxious what was that and that it's it's that we're beings of light and we know this now with modern science like at the cellular level at the fun- quantum level we're, ran- we're we're running on electricity we have voltage gates and and all this uh, electro uh, static and electro potential forces in our body that are controlling everything at the cellular and atomic level 
And of course, the only source of light really in nature in the beginning was the sun. And, and so this spectrum here that I've, where I've taken this bulb and redesigned it, it mimics the sun's near infrared spectrum. When we're outside in the sun, it's like, it's like 70% of the wattage we absorb is near infrared. So the sun has some ultraviolet light and blue light, which are damaging to us. It's ultraviolet light that tans us. And we do have some benefit, some biological adaptation, right? We create melanin, we create vitamin D from mm -hmm. ultraviolet light exposure, but it also is mutagenic. It damages our DNA. But with the sun spectrum, that's like a small piece of what we get compared to this huge dose of healing near infrared light. So the sun's not bad at all. The sun's great. And the small amount of damaging wavelengths that we get are really overwhelmed by all the near infrared we're getting that's pumping into the cells and promoting cellular melatonin production and mitochondrial response and anti-inflammation and all these amazing healing effects that more than balance things out. And so what I've done is I've redesigned the original electric light bulb that Dr. Kellogg was using, you know, like 120 years ago. And I tune the filament to run basically at a higher Kelvin and, and eventually, and have, it has some other design things like it's the handmade glass and it's stained glass. And those are cool things, but essentially it's the filament that's really special in mimicking as much as possible, the sun spectrum, but without ultraviolet, ultraviolet light and blue light. And what it results in is a way to get the light of nature that we're programmed to get and that we used to get every day all over our bodies we can now get that indoors at our convenience whenever we want and look at how we live nowadays we're all inside everything's air conditioned some people i think someone told me it's like the average american gets seven minutes of sunlight a day and it's like when wow. they're going out to their car to work and like mm -hmm. when they're leaving their car and going back in, into the house so we're very much deprived of this. And since we're beings of light, this is this is the, the primary nutrient actually that we all run on. If you are outside, and some people might notice this if you if you're in the summer, you're like getting lots of sunlight and you're less hungry. You know, you don't, you don't have to eat as much. It turns out that the sun can provide up to 70% of your caloric requirement if you're getting like lots of sun each day. And I'm talking about almost naked in front of the sun and some hours of sun each day. You don't need as much because one of the, and we should talk about like, what does light therapy do? One of the main things it does is it feeds your cells with energy directly. And so we're, we're designed to get this light. And I basically, long story short, I took the heat lamp. You can see that on our website. We sell the regular old heat lamp and I took it and redesigned it and made a light bulb that emits two to four times the amount of light therapy wavelengths and more of the radiant heating wavelengths. And I called it the thermalite bulb and that's what powers our products. So it's an even, you know, it's even better way to do sauna than the original heat lamp was, even though my first saunas actually used the original heat lamp while I was developing the bulb that we have. Yeah. It just got better. So how long will these bulbs last out of curiosity? Cause I've had mine over well, close to a year and it works like the day I got it, but what's the lifespan of one of those bulbs? They last like 5,000 hours. So okay, if you had the photon on eight hours a day, that would be like three years, two and a half, wow. three years of use. Most sauna users are only using the sauna for 20 to 40 minutes mm -hmm. in a session. So, I mean, we're talking about like 10 years or 
you know, years and years. I have customers from the old days from 2013 or through 13 and 14 who still have their original heat lamps. I came out with the Thermalite bulb in like 2017 or 18. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're talking six, three, five or six years now almost where these bulbs are, they last a really long time. And that's what's cool about this technology and, and my product design in, in general is that it's all analog. And the only thing that will eventually fail is the light bulb and it's easily replaced. Mm-hmm. There's not like computer chips and motherboards and things like that. That in a lot of these other sauna technologies and sauna designs, they can leave failure. You know, there's there's some obsolescence there that's built in because of the use of digital technology. Where you know, eventually I'm sure that technology will get better, but right now it's really not there at all. The sauna's hot. So when you heat things up, most things deteriorate rapidly, like LEDs do. So you see these far infrared saunas that have red LEDs in them and they call themselves full spectrum saunas because mm-hmm. they have the far infrared wavelengths for heat and they have the red LEDs for the light therapy. It's not full spectrum at all. It's really this composite spectrum of two different things. But when you put an LED, it's subject to the heat all the time and the LEDs dim and they dim slowly over time and they eventually fail. And while they're dimming, they're not giving you as much as what they're purported to give, you know, from day one. Mm-hmm. Whereas the incandescent light bulb, it's either on or it's or it's broken. So you know you're getting, you know, you're getting all of it all the time. And furthermore, uh, with our product, where the heat source is the light source, it's all the same thing. So when you're sitting in, in front of our sauna or even the photon, you're bathed in primarily near infrared light it's hitting everywhere where the light bulb is pointed it's not hitting like a portion of your body and most of these saunas that have leds there's you know it's limited where Mm -hmm. they're placing it so you're not getting full body exposure it is important to get full body exposure because we're trying to mimic what we were doing in nature where under the sun you got exposure almost on your whole body yeah that's a really good consideration i never thought about if these light panels are subjected to heat, how will that affect them? Never thought about that. And you know, one thing that is really important, this is the High Maintenance Hippie podcast. I talk all the time about living in harmony with nature. And we're so disconnected from nature because we live in homes, we drive cars, we feel like we're separate from mm-hmm. animals. But you know, bears are not going to the doctor every single month. And I just feel that nature can really sustain us and it's okay to enjoy modern things, but getting back to the basics is really important. And so I feel you're able to do a lot of those things with one product. The light for me, just the slowing down also, this is really good for our mitochondria and that's something, yeah, it's a powerhouse of the cell and that's all that most people know, but how will using these products, the sauna or the photon light help mitochondrial function for a person? Yeah, it's a great question. The mitochondria is not just the powerhouse of the cell. It's an intelligent actor. It has its own genetic material. It's formed this symbiotic relationship with this single cell organism like billions of years ago. And it's not just providing energy. The the original deal was much more than that. It was, oh, hey, I'll protect you, Mr. Mitochondria, if you provide me energy. And the mitochondria said, well, I'm not going to just do that. I'm also going to heal you. I'm, cor- I'm going to correct you. I'm going to do all these other things. And that's because the mitochondria has an enzyme on the membrane that's part of energy production, electron transport, and it's called the cytochrome. And cytochrome in Latin means cell of light. So it's a light receptor protein. Mm-hmm. This is really trippy. It absorbs wavelengths of near-infrared light, of red and near-infrared light, 
And when it absorbs those, it transfers electromagnetism into, into matter. So we're going from the wave to the particle and we're taking this light and it gets converted into biological effects, biological cascades that do all this healing in the body. So the mitochondria produces energy, but also when we shine near and for light on it, it produces more energy without any sugar. Now it's being activated by light and it does, it starts to do what are called the mitochondrial functions. So it, it promotes the production of inflammatory mediators. So for inflammation reduction, growth factors, so regeneration, and it basically corrects our gene expression. So that's anti-aging. It, it fixes how our genetic blueprint is read. So we have regeneration, anti-inflammation, anti-aging. We also have production of, this is not mitochondrial, but in the cell, you have cellular melatonin that's produced. This 94% of the body's melatonin is cellularly produced upon the stimulus of near-infrared light. And that's the body's number one antioxidant. So originally when we were in front of the sun, all, you know, we're in the sun all day, we're not just doing all these healing things I just mentioned, we're also refilling our antioxidant reserves every day because most of the free radicals are produced during cellular respiration right outside the, the mitochondria. And the near-infrared light is there producing melatonin, which is right there to, to fix most of the oxidative stress that's going on in the body. So all these beautiful systems work in concert to keep the cell healthy. And so the mitochondria also communicates with the nucleus of the cell with near-infrared wavelengths. There's like all these different really fascinating sort of in the weeds, you know, uh, details about how the mitochondria is this intelligent being that we have. And we have this in every cell of the body. So somehow cells have more than others, but every cell of the body besides red blood cells has mitochondria. So every cell of the body has built-in light receptors for healing. And if we expose the cells to this, we get benefits in the tissues and the organs and the whole body that we see confirmed in the literature. And of course you feel that as you describe, wow, I feel more relaxed, I feel better. So light therapy is used for, for wound healing, for recovery from neuropathy and, and like brain traumas and things like that. And also for, for pain relief and for regeneration. So it promotes collagen production. It promotes, it has all those anti-aging effects that are really amazing. And, and it's, it's again, the, this beautiful example of how we're beings of light. And when we deprive ourselves of the sun, which is mostly near infrared, we're depriving ourselves of daily near infrared exposure and our cells, they weaken. So as far as mitochondrial health, it's also really interesting to note that with near infrared light from these bulbs or from the sun, we're not just activating all these, we're not just putting the mitochondria into this intelligent healing agent role. We're actually fixing the mitochondria itself. So we're making the mitochondria itself work better and improving how it functions as well. And the more it works better, the more the cell is going to be better. There's different ways now you can do like longevity markers where you look at mitochondrial health basically, and you can say, okay, this is the biological age of the person as opposed to chronological. Mm -hmm. And the more healthy your mitochondria are, it's a strong indication of your overall health and your overall wellness. So this is one of the primary ways, perhaps the primary way that we keep our mitochondria healthy is lots of near infrared light every day. I'm glad that you mentioned this a little bit earlier and I want to come back to it, which is nourishment. And we think that that just comes from food. 
And so much of it comes from light. And I was told that light is responsible for up to 80% of our biology when I first heard that at a biohacking conference. And that really blew my mind. Took me a while to grasp that, but it's not just, you know, giving us a tan, but it's actually nourishing us and giving us energy. And I think a lot of people really don't know that. Also phytonutrient rich foods are really good for our cells and our mitochondria. And so we're not thinking about cellular energy and a big piece of it is what do we need to let go of and how do we nourish ourselves on that level? And this is exactly what we can do with sauna space. So the way people feel is one thing, the research is there, but it's nourishing us on a different level on the cell. And I think that that's just so cool. Yeah. And we should also add water to that. So we're trying to drink cleaner water and have Mm -hmm. filtered water because we're not just beings of light. We're also beings of water. We're 70% water volumetrically or, or, or it's one or the other, but like, uh, no, it's, it's by weight. It's like 70%. And I think volumetrically it's over 99%. We're wow. all of this water in our body. Yeah. And we also have the, the largest organ in the body is the fascia system. It's the space in between the cells and it's all about water. So our lymphatic system is 80% water. It's only like 20% blood. So the blood goes through your body and it, and it brings nutrients to the tissues, but it doesn't do it directly. It goes through the lymph, the platelets, like the non-red blood cells and the nutrients in the blood go to the cells through the lymphatic system and, and the fascia and water is the transport vehicle for all of this. And so it turns out water has this super important role in the body. It's not just hydration. It's actually nutrient delivery and cellular communication. And what's really fascinating is, like you said, 80% of our biology is dependent on light or is is influenced and affected by light. So all the wavelengths of the sun structure water. When you structure water, you put it into what Dr. Pollock called the fourth state of water. It's kind of a gel-like state. It essentially makes water more bioavailable. It's it's when water is not random in terms of its, its positive and negative distribution. It gets like aligned. It gets uniform. And when it does that, it works better in all the jobs that it, it does in the body, inside the cells and in between the cells. And so we know that like all the water in the mitochondria is structured. There's an argument that the ATP, the energy we our mitochondria create for cellular energy, that most of their use is actually to just structure the water constantly in the cell. Because when the water is in the structured state, it's in this state between liquid and solid, call it jello, and it allows nutrients and it allows cellular me- metabolites to move around the cell with almost almost in a free energy type of experience. So the sun structures all wavelengths of light, but most of the sun is near infrared. And near infrared is the wavelength band that also penetrates the deepest into the body. So if we want to structure the water in our brain, red light doesn't do that. It doesn't go past the skull. So those LED red light therapy caps and stuff like that, they're nourishing our skin and maybe our skull a little bit that they're not nourishing our brain. We have to use near infrared to do that. And when we do that, when we nourish and structure all the water deep inside our organs in our body, we activate the functioning of this, of, of, of the water inside the cells, but also in the fascial system of the body and the fascia 
you know, Kex and everything. There's this thing called the Dora, Dura, uh, John taught, Dr. Dr. Yes. Laurence taught me about this. Yeah. So the biggest, hardest cartilage in your body is this helmet around your brain called the Dura Mater. And it goes down into your, into your uh, neck and it goes and it connects to your eyes and your tongue. And that's, you know, that's a, an example of how like all the systems of the body are connected through the fascial tissue. And when we nourish the water in there and make it and make it bioavailable and put it in its like proper biological state, we're nourishing our, our body in a very powerful way because the light is coming in and helping nourish the cells and heal the cells. And it's coming in, correcting the water and making all the cells work together better and the organs work together better. So when you think about it, yes, absolutely. Like we're definitely dependent on this light for our very existence. And that makes sense. If you really dumb this down, like what would happen if there were, the sun didn't rise tomorrow? You know, everything would be gone really quickly. The sun nourishes all life on earth. It's near infrared light mostly that nourishes all life on earth. And I'd like to speak to the nature of that light too, because it's like, why does it make you feel so good? You know, why does it give that sort of indescribable, mm, uh, that that calming Zen vibe, the mm -hmm. the sun and and near infrared lights. The light of nature is analog, so it's full spectrum light. That means it's a wavelength emission that's really wide, and it's all these wavelengths in this power distribution. You can see that on my website, the sun spectrum and the thermal light spectrum. But it's it's all the wavelengths together at the same time. It's kind of like the difference between vitamin C and the orange. Mm -hmm. Great so, yeah. so incandescent light and what we do here is the orange and that's what we're designed to get. And you bite into an orange and it's such an amazing experience. It's not just the nutrients that it's, it's giving. It's there's, there's a synergy in that natural form that we, we yearn for. And that's the way the sunlight is. That's what they, you know, this is when you look at led light, it's, it's like the vitamin C it's fractionated light. It's what I'd call digital light. So it's a spike of one wavelength, a very powerful emission of like one wavelength in, in all of the indoor lighting. That's all blue light. It's mostly blue in the led light therapy products that are out there. It's a, usually a spike uh, in red at 660 nanometers, or if it's a near infrared led, it's a spike at 830 nanometers. And like vitamin C that definitely has benefit, but you're getting back into the transactional approach to, to, to wellness and being like, you just need, you just need 830, Brian, you don't need the, you don't need everything else. And the truth is when we get everything, our bodies are content and happy in this way that it's, it's hard to describe because we're, it's, we've lost it so much, you know, we don't have it anymore. And so when you, when you calm down and you're in your parasympathetic and you're just being, and you have this natural light, whether it's the campfire or the sun or the sauna space bulb, there's an indescribable Zen feeling that you get. And that's because you're getting the light that you're biologically programmed to get. When you get these other sources of light, it's sort of this like temporary fractionated kind of limited form of nourishment that is not really what we want. What we want is all these wavelengths and all these wavelengths include light therapy that we're talking about. And also heat. The sun mm -hmm. is an alliance of light and heat. Heat is good. Heat heals really all things that goes back a long time. So we do need the heat. It's not just about sweating, even like you have the photon. If you use heat, 
Heat in increases blood circulation and tissue oxygenation. The mitochondrial enzymes get closer together. So how the cell makes energy works better. And, and when you think about heat, what does it do to ice, right? It liquefies it. That's what it's doing in your body in a good way. It like makes everything flow better. And so that's part of getting in the flow state is, is understanding that heat's good and light's good, but it's, it's important to pay attention to the, what type of light am I getting? I love the example that you used about vitamin C in the orange and the full spectrum light. And I really never thought about that because one of the red light panels I have is two different spectrums. One is bright red and the other looks like it is not visible to the eye because it's infrared. And what you're saying about full spectrum, that really makes a lot of sense. So mm -hmm. it's another thing to think about how these products are different. How could you also relate this to the elements of nature? And if someone isn't familiar with them, you know, briefly, what are they and why is that important? And, and what are we addressing here with this sauna space, photon light and or sauna? Yeah. So, so if our experience is mostly with the sun, which is near infrared, what we're doing here is we're bringing nature indoors. We are, you know, let's all accept that we have a primarily indoor environment. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a positive negative thing. When we're indoors, we don't have the light that we had ancestrally all day long. And furthermore, after dark, we have this new type of light, blue LED light that we never had. So the sun sets and we don't get any more blue light. And that starts the circadian rhythm process in our body. And that leads to really good, really good high quality sleep. When we're indoors, we're not getting any of the near infrared anymore, any of the sun spectrum, especially even if you sit in front of a window, all the windows now are energy efficient glass mm -hmm. that, that blocks all the, the healing infrared. And then... After dark, we turn, we keep these LED lights on that are giving us all this blue light. And the blue light is high energy visible light. It's damaging to us. And it causes so many health issues that I'm sure you've talked about, you know, before on uh, previously, it's really unhealthy to get any significant amount of blue light after dark. But what do we do? You know, we live indoors yeah. and we want to be with our family and our loved ones. We want to hang out and uh, we're not quite ready to go to bed. And the answer is the campfire. The answer is the firelight. It's not easy to have a fireplace anymore or to have a campfire inside your house. If you're in a cold weather environment, like I'm in Missouri right now, it's, it's not too bad, but it's getting cold. The answer is to use electricity to bring the firelight spectrum indoors. And that's what we do. So when you use our products after dark, you have a light source that's, that doesn't have any blue light. And it doesn't flicker either. These modern light sources also flicker at a really high rate. And that's another reason you get technology fatigue or screen fatigue. So you can use these bulbs to cancel out blue light and to cancel out flickering light. So if you have one of these on when you're watching TV late at night, or even now when you're during the day, when you're working in front of the computer, you're, you're correcting the and optimizing the indoor lighting environment, which is to say you're making the indoor light, like the outdoor light. And when you do that, I think for me, it presents a lot of, uh, I can have my cake and eat it too. It's a very optimistic approach. I don't have to suffer because of the modern lifestyle. I can have all the benefits of electricity and air conditioning and things like that. And the benefits of nature in a sense in, 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 in bringing this light indoors. So it's something that people don't think about much. They, 
when they design their homes, you know, we're thinking about interior design and beauty and the furniture and the paint color and not so much about the light. There's been a push to put LED light everywhere for energy efficiency. And, and yet when you go, when you're indoors after dark, you shouldn't have any overhead lighting at all because our ancestors didn't have that. You should have little table lamps and stuff. And as much as possible, it's okay to have some of those and have some of them be, you know, LED or, or white light, blue light. But if you have firelight next to you, you're drowning all that stuff out and you're you're reestablishing that experience that we used to have. And that makes for a much healthier indoor lighting environment, much more healthy experience indoors. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that might be a benefit that may not have been intended, but I saw something on Instagram that said, how do most couples spend time with their partner? It's watching TV. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when we have something, we have to replace it with something else or else we remove something and then we just don't know what to do with ourselves. So instead of the TV using that in my living room at this big table and, you know, to just sit with someone and having that there as your light source, not from above, like you mentioned, just more mm-hmm. so how were things done back in the day? We probably weren't watching things. So it's just another way to spend time. I just love the feeling of being around it. It's It just makes me feel calmer. Like, like you mentioned before, immediately puts off heat almost to the point where I do a 12 minute coffee enema. I'm like, okay, I can't have it super close because it's really powerful. So a lot of people might say, well, this is a bigger investment than some other companies, but I don't know if you would call yourself this, but the word on the street is that sauna space is the Rolls Royce of infrared saunas. That's that's what people say. So <laughs> what makes it so different? What are the things that obviously the quality EMF is a concern. So what would you say about that? Yeah, the, the sauna space experience is just that it's an experience. It's not a therapeutic. It's not like a biohacking device. It's an opportunity to do all these different stack therapies at once, light therapy, heat therapy, grounding therapy, EMF protection in our Faraday model. Everything is EMF shielded. So there's no man-made EMF stress on the body. But all that again is, you know, I'm getting like transactional. It's, it's all about taking some time to yourself and returning to yourself and returning to that state of wellness and, and well-being. And you do get those therapeutic benefits. You get all of those X, Y, and Z. But at the end of the day, you're you're taking some time for self-care, for some nourishment of the self in the most important way possible with light and with heat. And when you do that with our products and our experience, you have a qualitatively, you, you know, you have this value that is qualitative in nature. So we're not taking time to ourselves. We don't have enough time to be mindful. We don't have enough time to be like still and silent and in solitude. And so in our sauna design, there's not Bluetooth track lighting and and all these different gadgets and gizmos. Everything is clean and organic and handmade in the US mm-hmm. and designed to put you maximally in a parasympathetic state. Because the more you get into that, the more you get, the more the cellular healing occurs and the more the detoxification occurs. You know, a big part of the challenge and all of this is getting someone to just relax because then their body starts to take care of itself. So with what we're doing, with the combination of the, the technology we use and the product design we use, we offer this totally transformative experience that you just don't get from either a regular sauna or just, you know, doing an LED light therapy session for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm glad that you mentioned the quality. So what I read on your website, it's organic canvas, organic bamboo, stainless steel, which is uh, good to go. And then North American type of wood. What type of wood is it? It's basswood. So basswood has the lowest wood oil content. It's the most hypoallergenic wood. Some people have, and it's really because they have toxins. They have allergic reactions to some kinds of wood like cedar. Okay. And that's, that's just... We need to shift the homeostasis. We need to purify the body. And those things usually go away. But we want to cater as much as possible to the broadest audience possible. So everything's super organic. The bamboo is organic. The the cotton is all washed, organic cotton. Even our Faraday liner material, it's 35% silver mixed with organic cotton. That's really cool because there's not many shielding products out there that are using organic materials. Mm-hmm. And also in terms of the widest demographic of use, it's important to note that when you get in a sauna space session, it's very joyful. It's very relaxing. It's something where you don't get tired of it. You don't get sick of it. Eventually, you know, you get hot enough and you've had enough and and you get out, but you're not like looking at your watch. When is this done? When is this done? And when you exit the sauna, you feel rejuvenated. You feel vibed up. You're, you're zened out. Your nervous system is relaxed. You've input all of this large dose of nourishing light and heat into the body. And you get this, you get this experience, you know, that just doesn't compare to doing some of these other things. And you get that at any, any sort of body type or health status, anyone out there can try this. So the sauna panels have three switches and you can turn off some of the bulbs. So some people with with body temperature regulation problems, people who have health conditions, they can't handle a, a full sauna session. Mm-hmm. They can use less bulbs and less time and slowly titrate up. So our products offer access to sauna therapy, which is beneficial for everybody, for even those who are significantly health compromised in, in one way or another. And in doing so, it provides access uh, for everyone of almost any age and any walk of life to this therapy where these people some people who are very health compromised can't handle 170, 180 degree wet sauna, and they can't stay in long enough to raise the core body temperature enough to get the full body benefits. But with ours, you know, they absolutely can. That's another thing is the air temperature doesn't need to be so hot because we use the light to heat the body. So the air temp in a sauna space sauna is like between 100 and 120 degrees. And yet, like I said before, without preheating, you get in there and you're starting to sweat in five to 10 minutes and you're done and you know, 20 to 30 minutes, you can stay in longer. And some people do. And we actually, actually, we came out with what we call the super sauna. So that's a seven bulb system, which has a three bulb (laughs) panel added to the sauna. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. That's for like the super sauna enthusiasts in the super sauna session. It only takes like 15 minutes or 14 minutes. So you talk about such a minimal investment in your health, even if you're doing that three, four times a week, you're talking about like an hour or less of time investment, including a shower you take afterward to have all this amazing stuff that we're talking about happen. And more than anything, taking again, some time to yourself. When you do that, the you, that that's one of the most powerful add-ins you can do to your therapy is not just doing a therapy and not just eating your food, like taking time and slowing down and 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 being more in the being state and less in the yes. doing state. So really unique in our experience. You have to try it out. So our products come with a 
you know, a trial period and you can try them out. Um, but it, it's a very different feeling in a, in a really amazing way. It's a very amazing experience that, that is not available elsewhere. You know, something that's very interesting. So I'm a big introvert. Like I love going to conferences and they're all the time, but I get very overstimulated. And mm. the one place where I want to hide is in one of those saunas because I just feel like, oh, so at peace. It's different than even going back to my hotel room. So it really is. I mean, at a biohacking conference, if you've ever been in one of the expo rooms, there's a lot going on and it just feels like the mm. most tranquil place. And I think we also underestimate not only the power of light, but the state that we're in. So you might have this amazing protocol supplement. Sure. If you want to take them, there's a time and a place, but how much you're going to get out of that protocol if your body is stressed and the opportunity to have that is essential. And I think we don't pay enough attention to that. And, you know, just looking at the website, it says that these are wheelchair accessible saunas and that the cover is machine washable. Is that the canvas piece? Yeah, the our, you can buy our sauna panels on their own if you want to upgrade your existing cabinet sauna to sauna okay. space technology and make it more effective. And you could, but but most people buy our panels inside of our enclosures, and we have a couple of different models we offer, but they're the the same design of portable enclosure. It's like a, it's kind of like a, an erector set type of design of the, of these basswood frame poles that are covered by the sauna cover and the sauna cover is made of washed cotton, washed organic cotton. So it it's machine washable. Does it shrink and if you put it in the dryer? You have to follow the instructions. You just hang okay. it to dry. That, I, I think you can tumble dry. Safer. Low. Okay. It's, 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 it's like it's already pre-shrunk. So that's what washed means, but yeah, you don't put it on high heat. So usually you either tumble dry very low or you just hang it to dry. In our saunas, you put a towel on the stool and a towel on the floor, and those collect all the sweat. And you just take the towels out when you're done, and and you know remove them from the sauna. If you do that, you you don't really need to wash it. Like I, you know, it's it's very uncommon to do that. But if something happens, you mm -hmm. absolutely can wash it in a in a home washing machine. Amazing. So that's another thing. It's it seems like it would be a one time investment because of the quality, the longevity. It also says on the website, a 10 year warranty. So that is a pretty mm -hmm. long period of time. And then I believe a hundred day trial, if you want to try one of these saunas, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Uh, the sauna we have today is what I really wanted when I made my own 10 years ago, that was a very bricolage looking thing, but yes, it's, it's really built to last forever. The only thing that fails are the light bulbs. If you mm -hmm. take care of it, like any intentional product that you have, but, but 10 years is a pretty long warranty. Most companies yes. definitely in sauna and light therapy. I don't think anyone's doing that. Not and, and the warrant, yeah. And the trial period is, is longer than, than you would usually find because for some people it takes time to get back into that state of mean and that state of relaxation where they start to, to look and say, wow, I, I'm noticing this, I'm noticing that this is better and that is better. So we stand behind our products. And frankly, if you don't like it, you know, and you didn't, we didn't enjoy it, I don't want you to have it. Mm -hmm. So we, we have a long trial period. And usually when people try it, they love it. The, the few mm -hmm. people who return it are usually the people who don't try it or don't take it seriously for one reason or another. Otherwise, it really grows on you because it reminds you of your existence, this fact that you're, you're a being of light. And it reminds you of how much light 
your body loves to have. And it really, it's just, and, and then of course the benefits come like the skin usually starts to look better quickly and sleep usually like for me, it starts to improve pretty quickly. And then slowly as we remove the obstacles from our body and these things of us, these things inside us that aren't us, we see, we see, you know, holistic improvement in whatever we're, we're working through. Yes. And like you said, more of the root cause. So let's remove the interference. It could be a variety of things, but is it also true that for certain types, a lot of us have been exposed to microplastics and different things. So is it true that we can sweat out things that more easily than we would eliminate via stool or breath? Certain types of things I believe related to plastics. Yes. So uh, there, there are certain things that are easier to sweat out because it's a quicker elimination pathway. And it's actually been shown more recently that you could sweat out every type of heavy metal out there. So it used to be thought that you could only excrete mercury via the stool, but it's now been shown that you can sweat out mercury. So you can sweat out all the heavy metals. You can sweat out almost all the petrochemicals and, and, uh, and there's nothing wrong with using the the urine and the and the stool to excrete poisons. Mm-hmm. You're just allowing those systems to work better because you're starting to use the skin as this really powerful detoxification system. There are some things that are interesting in the modern and where we're at in 2023. Mm-hmm. So there's sort of this new class of materials called nanoparticles. And some are called graphene oxide. Some are called quantum dot technology. They're basically these man-made materials that are super small. They're like smaller than viruses even. And they're not things we are biologically designed to deal with. And so these things do accumulate in the body. And and certainly sauna is, is helpful in helping to address some of that. But there's also some things you can do outside of that, like EDTA. EDTA is it's a heavy metal chelator that was invented by the Germans in the 40s to deal with chemical weapons poisoning. And it's been used for a long time now as a, a lot of people who are sick get a get an EDTA IV. And you can buy this, you know, it's available everywhere. It's a very safe heavy metal chelator, but it also it also 100% metabolizes all of the snake venom peptides that are found in a lot of modern pharmaceuticals and including the some of the newer vaccines that have come out and and some of that other stuff and it also addresses the graphene oxide so graphene oxide is this really tiny little piece of carbon it's like one carbon thick 50 carbon atoms wide so it's this tiny little blade basically and they this is not just in pharmaceutical drugs it's in food now it's used in the agricultural industry and and technology and it gets in your body and when it's exposed to high frequency electric fields like cell phone signal it creates growing fractaline structures in the body what are called hydrogels and all these things create obstacles in the body basically so there are some key like add-ins you can do like edta to help things but using the sauna as a mainstay not just to cleanse the body of poisons but also to reoptimize cellular function is this key maintenance practice that you can do. I wanted to mention that too, because I, I don't think we mentioned that before. So heat shock proteins help detox the cells, but they also repair protein function. They refold misfolded proteins and move proteins around and the proteins are the line workers of the body. So when we're doing sauna, we're not just purifying the, the cells of poisons, we're also restoring optimal cellular function. So the sauna, again, it's this way to just 
keep happy and healthy and be thriving in this very challenging modern environment where we we have all these things to deal with that we're we just didn't have a uh, hundred years ago or a thousand years ago. Absolutely. And you mentioned some things I'm, I'm behaving myself with what I speak about, but yes, there's a lot that we can sweat out and we want to make sure that we are utilizing all of our elimination pathways. And I also really love that you mentioned breath because that's, I believe it's 70% of our toxins. I always thought it was stool or, or something else, maybe you're in, but we're constantly breathing. And so that's really important. Would you ever recommend doing breath work in a sauna or you think that's a little too risky? No, absolutely. A- okay. No, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely recommended. Uh, there's so many styles out there. Uh, I really like Naraj's approach, the Soma Breath brand. They're, they're sort of approach. They have a unique combination like Pranayama and Wim Hof breathing. That's really cool. You can, whatever breath work approach you do, it's, it's a wonderful time. You're already in the sauna. You're already sitting there. Like I used to say, Hey, you can bring a book in there. You know, you can read, listen to a book on tape or, or a book on, on audio if you want. But, but more and more over the years, I've just focused on breath work in, in the sauna and, and doing breath work practice to be in a meditative state while I'm in there. It's totally fine yeah. to put your phone on airplane mode and listen to some healing frequencies or listen to some, something light. But when you're in the sauna, you're already in there. It's an opportunity for 15 or 25 or 30 minutes to, do breath work. And we know how important breath work is. I don't know if you read that new book called Breath by James Nestor. I have not. It's really cool. He's like this journalist that goes into the science of breath and all the ancestral traditions of of breath work. And it really is fascinating how much you can heal the body with an intentional breath work practice of correcting how you breathe unconsciously, you know, autonomically, but also there's certain breath work practices that you can do strategically for healing, like tumo breathing, you can heat up the body and and all these other things. So yeah, breath is really important and it's a perfect opportunity if you've never even heard about breath work, like, hey, you're already in your sauna space, like try out some of the stuff, do a little bit of, of breath work. There's different apps you can use and, and mm-hmm. different things. It's, it is a perfect opportunity and it is, it's just very complimentary to what we're doing. Yes, we're beings of light and beings of water, and we're, we also breathe. Like if you stop breathing for a couple of minutes, that's it. You know, you can you can not eat any food for a long time, and you don't have to drink water for days. But breathing is something that's so essential, and we we forget how central it is to our health. So that's a whole different conversation of how awesome uh, breathing is and how important it is. But it is something that's really cool to add in, in into your sauna session. Also, yeah. if you're doing breath work just having the photon there to help get you back into the parasympathetic and relaxing so that you're focusing on the breathing and your mind's not distracted by other things. The photon is an amazing like add-in to, to sitting there in any breathwork practice. Yes. When I do breathwork at home, a hundred percent of the time I'm having the photon light in front of me. I don't know what it is about it, but there's something that I find very calming. So maybe it's assisting with that parasympathetic state, but I definitely feel that. So it's not in a sauna, but as far as the elements of nature, fire, water, earth, air, am I missing anything? Ether. So ether, which would ether be- Ether energy. Air, okay. fire, earth, water, and, and ether or gener- you know, energy or ether. And how many of those are we addressing when we're using the sauna? 
Wow. I mean, it's interesting all, with my sauna. It's, it's kind of all of them in a way. So we have the mm-hmm. fire, of course, with the firelight. Yeah. We have the grounding mat. So you get grounding therapy. Grounding is when you go outside with your feet, bare feet on the ground. When you do that, millions of electrons like go into your body and your all the positive electronic charge you have in your body is like dissipated. So it has a, a sort of a, a reset, electromagnetic reset that it does to your body. And it feels really good. There's a lot of research behind the benefits of grounding. So with the sauna space, you're on the grounding mat. So you got the earth water you have in the sense of the light structuring the water in your body and correcting it and optimizing and sort of activating the energetic aspects of water that you have cellularly and within within the body and you're breathing the air if you're doing the breath work and then the ether or the energy component is kind of all of that rolled in one because that's why there's this like other element it's not just our physical body there's there's energy that we're connected to within us and, and around us all the time and the light is bringing in energy and the grounding mat is correcting, you know, in many ways that these energetic levels, the, the structuring of the water and the light, it all brings us in a sense back into our spiritual being and our energetic being where we're unlimited. Yes. So it's more than just a sauna. You could say that for sure. Yeah. And- it's the Rolls Royce. Yes. It's the best of the best. And that's what I love. You know, high maintenance hippie. I want to have the nicest things, but also being in harmony with nature. And and this is an investment. People use the word cost. I think about how is this going to serve me long-term? And we just Mm -hmm. don't, we think about duration of life, not quality of life. This can help with both of those things. And if it's been around for so long, we're not using it in the mainstream world and just anecdotally how I feel it's, it's changed my life. So it's something to look into. And the website, I believe has some pretty good, there's a section called learn. And so it talks more about these things. And so if you have any other questions, please go there as far as choosing the right sauna, more about EMFs, the health benefits, those are clearly laid out. And just a couple that I want to mention detox, we know that. And it says that we can release up to a pint of sweat in 20 minutes and it's helping blood flow to the organs. So that's great. Mental performance. For me, it slows my brain down and I just feel more clear headed when I have a lower toxic load. Physical performance and a lot of growth hormones and heat shock proteins. Skin rejuvenation. I think for a lot of people, that's why they use red light, but even infrared light. I think true beauty comes from within. And when we have energy, mm-hmm. we're able to be more radiant, the immune system the natural immune response by raising the body temperature, mm-hmm. uh, pain relief, weight loss, longevity, stress reduction, specifically by the, the release of serotonin and dopamine. So there is so much that this can offer. And once again, I think it's something that we just don't hear enough about. And I'm so grateful for all that you've shared about it today, Brian. And then one final question that I have is, is this something that people could use their HSA or FSA benefits to purchase? Yeah, that's a great question. Yes, you can. Really? If, so if you, if yeah. you have a note, if you have a note from a doctor, a chiropractor, or a, a, like an ND, a DO, an MD, if you have a note that says that you need to use sauna, forget what it's called. It's like a, a medical letter of authorization or something like that. It's basically okay. a prescription to use sauna. You can get those from any doctor, chiropractor, or, or ND, or DO. There are many 
HSAs and FSAs and actually insurance companies too that will cover some or all of the cost of your sauna purchase. Amazing. I think that's really important to let people know too. Once again, I appreciate you so much. I'm sure we could talk a lot more. I think I went over on time, but any final takeaway that you want to share with the listeners before we sign off for today? Yeah, I just wanted to thank you, Ashley. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to chat about all this stuff and bring light, no mm-hmm. pun intended, to all of these mm-hmm. all of these kind of confusing ideas. Yeah, I, I, I think it's important to just step back stop uh, focusing on the science and the benefits and the seeking of mm-hmm. of things that y- one might be convinced that they need and realize that we already have everything we need and it's inside of us and it's in the being of of things instead of the doing of things that we're actually the most productive and also the most impactful for ourselves and for for those around us so I really appreciate you having me on. And yeah, if anybody has any more questions, they can check out everything on sauna.space. They can reach out to us. We have customer service five days a week. And also on on Instagram and YouTube, we're at sauna space. There's a lot of great educational content on there where you can learn more about how we're doing things differently. Great. I was going to ask where people can find you. So the website isn't saunaspace.com. It's sauna.space. Yeah, it's just sauna.space. Very cool. And then I will put in the show notes as well, my discount code, and this will come out in November. So are you doing any promos for the holiday season? Uh, November? Yeah, we're definitely doing some kind of special Black Friday promotion. So okay, so everybody we'll have to check that out on the website, I'm sure. Yeah, look out for that. that that's okay. at the end of the month after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I hope that this was helpful for listeners. If you learned anything new, please share with me and tag anything that's been helpful. And if you have a sauna, I'd love to hear from Sauna Space. I'd love to hear how you feel about it. So thank you again. And I hope you all enjoyed. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the High Maintenance Hippie podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, rate it and leave a review, ideally a five-star review if you loved it. All of this is free of charge and really helps me to be able to run the podcast. If you take a screenshot and tag me, I'll repost you and shout you out on Instagram. So tag Ashley Taylor Wellness and High Maintenance Hippie Podcast. If you have any feedback or guests that you'd like to have, I would love to hear from you so that I'm not just talking at you. I really want to deliver things that are valuable. So send me an email with any feedback, suggestions, or ideas for guests at ashley at ashleytaylorwellness.com. And I will leave you with a disclaimer. Please know that this is not medical advice or replacement for seeking medical care. Everything discussed on this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. Always consult with your medical provider before making any changes. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.